to Down City Cash Chicago. There are currently no grocery stores operating in the West Garfield Park neighborhood. Let that sit in for a moment. An Aldi that was there for three decades suddenly closed in the fall with no warning. Losing a grocery store means losing access to healthy foods, and that has huge consequences for people living in the neighborhood. Today, city council is considering whether the city should step in to buy the vacated Aldi and put a new grocery store there. It raises the question of whether a grocery store is actually a right and whether the city should step in uh, into the private market in a way they don't typically do in order to ensure that people have a grocery store, let's say within walking distance, that sells produce or sells fresh meats. We sit down with WBEZ reporter Linda Lutton, who's been talking to West Garfield Park residents since the Aldi closed last fall, and activist T.J. Crawford about what type of grocery store residents really need. It's Wednesday, February 23rd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. I grew up shopping at Aldi. I spent my adult year shopping at Aldi. Linda, are you somebody who frequented Aldi grocery stores? Absolutely. Uh, and can I say almost everyone I talked to for this story um, also shopped at Aldi. Aldi uh-huh. is, yeah, it's it's huge for, for Chicagoans. And actually, Aldi is a grocery store that does or, you know, has historically located in um, communities where that that had trouble attracting large larger grocers. Um, so Aldi's out there. Aldi has been on the west side and the south side in black and Latino neighborhoods where other grocers aren't working. Can you describe it for people? Because you know you have a lot of people who just say, you know, it's a Trader Joe's esque, and Aldi Trader Joe they're owned by the same people. Uh, can you can you describe the experience? Uh, yeah, so Aldi is a low-cost grocer. I call it low-hassle grocer. That's why I like it. Well, in addition to low-cost. Um, it's your staples, your bare basics. Uh, you Everything in there pretty much, unless they make a special purchase, is Aldi brand. You need flour, you got one choice. You got a bag of flour, a bag of uh-huh. sugar. You got, you know... Butter, salted and unsalted, right? It's your bare basics. Uh, you pack it yourself, you bag it yourself, and um, and it costs a lot of times significantly less. So, pretty, yeah, mm-hmm. you look in my pantry, you see quite a bit of that off-brand uh, Aldi <laughs> brand. Yeah, I won't lie. Come on, man. Them, off, them off-brand Frosted Flakes was hitting sometimes. I ain't even going <laughs> to lie on it. Them honeycombs, them Cheerios, them was the same thing. I know they okay. all coming from the same factory. Don't lie to me. It's like, why do I want to pay 3 $4 more, right, <laughs> to get this brand name? It tastes the same to me. So uh-huh. I had I raised three little kids here in Chicago, okay? And, we, and I'm married to an artist, all right? public radio reporter am i putting it together like the cost matters yeah you, you, you're doing it my g and <laughs> you, you i the perfect picture you know that cost mattered to me so when aldi closed in west garfield park last october did they give residents any type of warning that this was about to happen no, no, nothing um so and that is one of the rubs really one of the things that really community leaders say hurt hurt the community you had a a vital service this grocery store uh in a community without a lot of grocery stores just basically turn the lights off one night take the signs down 
put some dumpsters up there, board everything up. And, you know, the way folks told it to me is one day they were there and the next day they were gone. Uh, you know, I did talk to uh, Alderman Jason Irvin from that ward. He uh, said his office had no notice, did not know. This is not a community where folks can go, oh, well, I'll just go to the other grocery store. This mm-hmm. was it for many, many, many blocks. Yeah. You and your colleague, Asia Singleton, talked to residents about the closure. What were some of the things that you heard from people? Yeah. So, and shout out to Asia Singleton. She significantly contributed to reporting. You know, she's right from there. Her family actually uh, lives, you know, a few blocks away and shopped at this Aldi's. Her entire life, they were going uh, to that Aldi and like she said, she didn't find out through some email, through some community. She found out through the, through the family group chat. Yeah, exactly right. Her sister's like, hey, I'm over here at the Aldi and guess what? It's closed. And, you know, the rest of the family's like, what do you mean closed? And that gets to your question, Jacoby, about like what um, what did we hear people say? We talked to seniors, for instance. They are There's four large senior citizen buildings very close. The one we visited is just, you know, it's, it's basically walk through the alley and you're you're at the senior building. And, you know, we talked to senior citizens there who are having to leave the neighborhood on the bus, uh, carry their groceries back on the bus. You know, one senior told us, look, my our biggest fear is falling. And here we are trudging yeah. through the uh, snow and ice to go to a, a, a store that is more expensive and, um, you know, they chose it because it's on the bus line. You know, that that uh, mm-hmm. woman we talked to there, Linda Larkin, she says, yeah, pretty much all everyone here in this building is going to the Pete's for one reason. It's on the number 20 bus line. You know, the other alternative is there are many convenience stores there. And, you know, you are not looking at the ability to buy produce, definitely not meat unless it's frozen meat. And uh, prices are double is what we are hearing. You know, one activist we spoke with, uh, TJ Crawford, you know, he talks about these convenience stores, corner stores, you know, the way he put it, I think really resonated and, and rang true. You know, you can't just go outside, walk a block, two blocks, three blocks and and go to the corner store and get what you need. Right. You're going to go to the corner store and get what you can. He's like, imagine feeding your family, your entire family. Uh, uh, from a basically like a gas station. These stores have no produce. When you were reporting this story, there is a point in the tape when you could hear a resident telling you that they just found out that the only other grocery store, the Save-A-Lot in the neighborhood, had just been closed by the health department. You reported that it was because of a rat infestation. Uh, there were droppings and gnaw marks on some of the food. But what was it like to be there when the residents were finding this out? Yeah, this was, uh, we were talking to folks at the Fannie Emanuel Apartments, again, about a block from that uh, from that Aldi, half block. And yeah, that, that we happened to be there talking to folks on the day that the city health department shut down the only other grocery store in West Garfield Park. And that was the Save-A-Lot. Um, so to have that save a lot shut down, the very last grocery. Yeah, I mean, people were just, um, I would say, in shock that this is happening and enraged and completely inconvenienced. I mean, I had one person tell me her backup for the grocery. I said, you know, where, what are you going to be doing now? What are you going to do now? And her thing was, well, I'll probably get some ramen noodles at the dollar store. 
the city of Chicago in, in testimony uh, in housing committee last week mentioned there are, they and they counted the Save-A-Lot as one of these, but they said there are four groceries for 150,000 people on the West Side. Four groceries for 150,000 people. And one of them is now closed. They included the Save-A-Lot in there because technically the Save-A-Lot is not shut down, but they are currently right. shut down due to health violations. The amount of planning uh, and time that it takes, the you know physical dexterity that it takes to carry bags uh, an additional mile, be it if you have them in your hands or if you pull them in a cart, it, it matters. Um, and it, it impacts uh, folks' lives tremendously. That's T.J. Crawford from the Garfield Park Right to Wellness Collaborative. More from T.J. and reporter Linda Lutton around the corner. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed-mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you could transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. In recent weeks, we've learned the city could step in and use eminent domain at the Aldi location. As of right now, what is the city planning? The city wants authority to buy the Aldi to ensure it's used as a grocery store. Now, the city says it hopes it doesn't have to use its acquisition authority. What right. the city, it's if. what they want to see is that the private market sort of takes care of this and that the Aldi, which is for sale, that building is for sale right now for $700,000. They want to see it picked up uh, by another grocery store. If that doesn't happen, they would have the authority to go in and purchase it to ensure it's used as a grocery store. Um, to They basically would uh, run a request for proposals to see, okay, what kind of a grocer can we bring in here? This Aldi has been sitting here for months now, this vacant location. As they look for a buyer, as the city puts pressure, is this something that could take place in, you know, six months? Are we looking at a year? That is an interesting question. And it's, you know, I think in some ways this does open up a ton of opportunity for the type of grocer um, that maybe the community is, some folks at least in the community are looking for. The TJ, TJ Crawford really wants to see a community-centered grocer. One, is the store a reflection of the best of what the community is? Two, are they going to be able to provide, you know, a consistent quality fruit, vegetable and other produce? Three, do they provide, um, you know, uh, uh, not just a livable wage, but a, a, a quality or, or a level of, of wage that, uh, that will attract or sustain rather a workforce 
uh, that is local to the community, do they buy into the concept of Black culture wellness, which says that the uh, authentic and unique uh, expressions of the values and principles self-determined by the Black community will lend to the long-term health and well-being of the Black community? It's almost like the city is posing this question of whether people have a right to a grocery store, right? The same way that the city has to ensure that there are schools or parks, we expect that from our municipal governments. I think this question that city council members are considering, it raises the question of whether a grocery store is actually a right and whether the city should step in uh, into the private market in a way they don't typically do in order to ensure that people have a grocery store, let's say within walking distance that serves, mm -hmm. uh, that, that sells produce or sells fresh meats. Doesn't that feel like, doesn't it feel crazy that we're asking that question in 2022? Do people have access to grocery stores? And again, it's, it's on our society that we've made it a, a private uh, market matter that the people who provide the most amount of food, produce, uh, resources to a community are privately owned grocery stores. Obviously, the city alone cannot cannot fix that the way we've designed things. But it feels crazy that that's a question that we are having our city council answer is, is it a right to have good, healthy food in your community? Yeah, agreed. I mean, it is. I, I was talking to someone at the Department of Planning and Development and they were saying, well, you know, if the private market fails, you know, then the city would step in. And, uh, you know, I countered with the question, like, isn't it like the fact that we have food deserts and that they're all over the city, that so many miles of our city are considered food deserts where people don't have access to fresh fruit and vegetables or meat in many cases, isn't that isn't that a sign that the mm -hmm. private market doesn't work? As you said, the city will step in if Aldi doesn't sell the building to another grocery store. But do we even know whether Aldi is seeking to sell to a grocery store? Well, the property is on the market um, and it's going for seven hundred thousand dollars. And, you know, it would be a potentially attractive property for another grocer because that's its most recent use. What we can say is, and and I should mention, you know, Aldi didn't return repeated requests uh, to talk about this, to talk about the property, the sale of the property, the city plan to acquire, um, the closure. Aldi didn't respond to any of our requests. But from what we have heard, their reasoning for shuttering the grocery store, no matter how many technical jargon laced uh, paragraphs they put out, they said the, the store was losing money. And so they didn't want to be here anymore. I, I, am I getting that correct? Yes. Aldi's reason for closing, they've cited declining sales. And they said at this particular location, they'd uh, seen a loss for several years. You know, Aldi has plans to expand. Um, so I, I think that also raises some questions, um, you know, about, and, and, and the mayor has alluded to this, you know, uh, that she struggled with the fact that she has grocers who want to open on the north side where they can clearly pull a profit. And I think it raises some questions about whether grocers have any responsibility uh, to remain in communities and serve all communities. Um, 
maybe with the acceptance and understanding that you're not going to pull the same profit or maybe you're not going to pull any profit from some communities. Mm -hmm. Maybe the city has some leverage beyond even the acquisition authority. If you have Aldi wanting to open up in other uh, north side communities or more affluent communities, I'd- You're going to face potentially more scrutiny from the city. Jason Irvin, the alderman from this area, definitely suggested that to me, that this Mm -hmm. Garfield Park Aldi should be coming up in every discussion that Aldi has with the city about wanting to renovate its stores, locate new stores, et cetera. How are community members reimagining this vacant space? Yeah, you definitely have folks sort of dreaming. Um, so I think that is the the plus side of the Aldi closing. It's given folks this opportunity to say, oh, well, what would we actually like to see here? And um, the activists might have one idea on that, I was struck talking to people. How many people just actually want the Aldi back? They said, oh, you know, grocery store would be nice, but I would an Aldi would be terrific. <laughs> I heard that a number of times. What I love probably most about Garfield Park and West Garfield Park in particular is that joy in the midst of depressed states that are intentionally depressed. I love the spirit of a people that refuses to die. I love the interconnectedness um, when we see one another hurt and pain, suffering or struggling, the wants and then the uh, the intention of coming by and, and walking with a person uh, until they can get to what they need. That's what I love about West Garfield Park. T.J. Crawford is director of the Garfield Park Right to Wellness Collaborative, which advocates for healthy food options in the West Side neighborhood. Linda Ludden is a reporter at WBEZ. She and her colleague Asia Singleton reported on how residents are reacting to Aldi leaving the neighborhood and the city's possible plans to purchase the vacated building. We also reached out to Aldi about how they closed the West Garfield Park location and asked if they're actively looking to sell to a grocer. They didn't get back to us. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Chicago's mask and vaccine mandate for indoor gatherings. Yeah, that's going to end on Monday. Masks will still be required on public transit and health facilities and schools. Venues can also still require masks and vaccine cards if they like. Current city clerk Anna Valencia picked up two key endorsements in her bid for secretary of state. Current secretary Jesse White and Governor J.B. Pritzker. And some good news to get you through. All students and their parents at five CPS high schools are being awarded full scholarships to participate in Illinois universities and vocational programs. The organization Hope Chicago made the first announcement at Benito Juarez High School in Pilsen. Remember, for more Chicago stories and events, subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm newsletter. And if you want to reach out to us personally, send us a text or leave us a voicemail at 773-780-0246. And remember, be respectful. My mama reading these messages. Okay, she's not really reading them, but you should be respectful regardless. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Our words, re re re's, reaches, rezzies, reacts. 
Respawns. Rees. All right.